0: Hello, Nadia. Welcome to the Creative Insider Podcast.
1: Hello. Hello, everybody.
0: It's uh, nice to to have you on. You are the winner of our giveaway for the D2 conference. Uh, You got the ticket. You were lucky. Yeah. Uh, because Once in my
1: life, I were lucky. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna reveal you a secret. I was um, trying to understand how to do the giveaway in the best way possible so that it's transparent and I showed that I choose by accident whoever was about to win the um, the ticket. And the night before I found this uh, this uh, platform where you have this spinning wheel where you insert the names and you spin the wheel and then a person is picked. And I tested it, and the test, you were chosen as the first one. So Ah, I was like, oh, that's going to be so sucky if, like, now she doesn't win because the wheel doesn't pick her. Uh, And, in fact, the next try, the wheel picked another person, but then you were the second one. And the first uh, uh, guy didn't manage because he was in Australia. And so...
1: i was Uh, lucky two times (laughs) two times you
0: were like destiny wanted that you yeah that you are the the chosen one to go on the d2 but uh, before we start talking about the d2 uh which i'm very curious to to know about because uh actually the tickets so i was supposed to get a ticket as a media partner so fabio told me yeah we're gonna offer you a ticket you can come over you can do videos you can do blog vlogs and stuff, but uh, my yearly plans for holidays were completely <laughs> overbooked, and uh, I was thinking, okay. I said, Fabio, I'm sorry, I cannot come. And then I thought, well, why don't I give the chance to someone else who really, really also would enjoy it and uh, uh, would have fun and uh, would be. Nice to interact with people from the industry to, to go, and um, you were the lucky one. So you can briefly say who you are, what you do, but yeah. which uh, step in your career you're currently.
1: Yes, uh, actually, I'm in Berlin. I'm working with uh, Bloom Images Berlin, and I started here uh, two years ago after my master, Madi, in Venice. And uh, I started here because I won the first competition at Madi. And this competition was organized with Blue Images. And so that's why I'm here now. And I started with three-month internship. And after that, uh, trial contracts. And after that, they offer me uh, permanent contract so I'm here
0: that sounds um that sounds really good it's like so funny because I was um I moved to Italy when I was a kid I grew up in Italy and now I'm in Germany trying to do this international podcast but um I just stumble only over Italians we probably have conquered the whole industry of design around the world um <laughs> which, which part of Italy are you from and where have you started it uh...
1: Yeah, uh, I come from a little town in the south of Italy. The name is Turzi, uh, near Matera. So I come from Basilicata. and But I studied architecture in Florence. And uh, during my last years of university, I realized that I want to discover more about this world. Uh, because... I had uh, like a a little crisis (laughs) because I didn't want to be an architect. And uh, so I I remember that one day I was talking with my friend uh, Paola Frascherra. We were in a library preparing an exam for the university. And and I told her, I don't want to be an architect. (laughs) And I don't know what I want to be, but not an architect. And she Open my mind because his boyfriends were um, starting uh, the Madi Master in Venice. And so that's why I discovered the Madi. Uh, so thanks to Paola Fraschera and Emanuele Longo, um, they now they are working in Milan uh, with Evo Club. They founded uh, Evo Club. They do very cool things. And so um, that's why I started to, to do some courses. And my first course was with uh, Michela Tonelli in Florence. Yeah, I, um, I learned about Cinema 4D and V-Ray with her. And after that, um, thanks to them, uh, I went to my first D2 in 2018. So that was my first day too, and I I didn't know anything about this world, anything. I I, I think I was the only one in that <laughs> uh, in in that conference that didn't know anything. But uh, I was able to to talk with a lot of artists, and in the, in those days I realized that um, that was my my world. I I would be. Yes, in that world for the rest of my life. And so that's why after that summer, I did a workshop with Carimosa Mosa in Florence. And it was organized by Michela Tonelli also. And after that, I did um, a course with Angelo, um, Angelo Ferretti. Um, I did an intensive course uh, of one week in Milan about Cinema 4D and Corona render. And after that week, I created my first photorealistic image and I was so happy. Uh, yeah, it was incredible for me. And so I was sure of my choice about Madi. So after university, I I started my muddy experience um, and all, all people yeah. that i
0: know that i've never met in person i know uh michela tonelli i was considering doing some stuff online about cinema um i also wanted to invite her to the podcast um and paula is paula the, the sister or somehow uh, related no, to no. Lucia. <laughs>
1: no 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 or is it just an
0: accident that two people in agvis have the same last name
1: yeah it's just an accident and yeah but they both are very funny people so (laughs) uh... yeah it's a guarantee the the surname it's a guarantee
0: (laughs) because uh, i was like uh thinking okay i know lucia she's saying paula maybe she's Messing around with, so I looked on Instagram and said, "Yeah, there is a Paula." Yeah, and they also <laughs> it, uh, got married <laughs> approximately around the same time. No, or, no, um,
1: Paula, not. Oh, yeah, yes, okay. but Paula not yet with Emmanuel, Okay, because
0: Paula has some pictures of a of a wedding on her. <laughs> okay, <laughs> was ex- it was extremely, I will check. Com- <laughs> <laughs> extremely confusing. Extremely confusing, um, but you so you came from south of italy to florence uh i studied in rome but after visiting florence florence it's so far um, my favorite city in italy because it seems to be as beautiful as rome because it's full of this beautiful architecture from the renaissance um it's it has sort of the spirit of rome but without the chaos (laughs) because rome it's it's too big and too (laughs) chaotic too many people from all around the world um and for you how was the experience to study architecture in such a city as florence uh
1: it was amazing and i chose florence because rome was my first choice but it was too big for me and also the university was too big and a lot of students. And so that's why I, I, I chose Florence. Um, and it was amazing because the university is in, in the historical center and is near Santa Croce, so 10 minutes by walk from Duomo. And so you study things, and after you study that those things, you can go by walk and watch them face to face, no? So it was amazing. And, uh, and you can also um, walk in Florence, and yeah, there are a lot of tourists. So that was the problem of Florence. <laughs> too much tourists, but, uh, if you go out a little bit, uh, outside of the center, there is, there are lots of beautiful, um, area and beautiful architecture also outside of Florence, Pisa, Siena, yeah. San yeah. Gimignano, a lot. So, I mean, Toscana, yeah.
0: it's, uh, beautiful. It has been, uh, represented in so many movies that <laughs> probably overrepresented. And yeah, how was the education side of it? Like how because you mentioned you were like studying architecture but you didn't want to be an architect, which is by itself very interesting. So, how were uh, how were the professors uh, were did you have a lot of freedoms or were they rather conservative?
1: Uh they were a bit conservative. Uh but Mm, I liked, um, I liked, I liked to study architecture, but in the last years, maybe because uh, there were a lot of structure exams and I didn't like them a lot. (laughs) And so, yeah, that's why I, I so it's that that was not my my path to follow. Um, yeah, because yeah, they were a bit conservative, but I think it's a really good good university. So yeah, if someone wants to study architecture, that I think is one of the most um, beautiful. But but also they prepare you in in everything. And, Not...
0: you, and you studied just a bachelor there, or you, did you do like a masters uh, too?
1: And I did the um, the five years
0: ah, okay. uh,
1: university, so I did everything there. Yes, and after that, I I started in Venice the master madi. And...
0: Maybe if you have picked Rome, you we, you would have studied with me then. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and how was uh, you? You mentioned the first approach to ArcVis was with uh, Michela Tonelli. Um, uh, what was called her? She has sort of this.
1: Uh, yes. Cool.
0: I don't remember. I, I, yeah, we see. We both very bad with names. Yes. I'll, I'll figure <laughs> that out. But anyway, she has this cool. I'm. I'm. Look. I'm gonna look for it while you talk. But um. So. Y- You started a class there, also like an extra class that you just needed to pay for. So it was not the university, it was an extra...
1: An extra class, yes. We did uh, courses twice a week um, in the evening. And um, we concentrated on V-Ray. So um, it wasn't a lot about modulation, 3D model, but uh, it was about... uh, lights, and materials, and V-Ray. Um, yeah, and it was really cool because uh, I think that to start in this field, uh, you need to, to know the basis, no, uh, at least. So she gave me the basis to start in, in this uh, field. But
0: without going deep down into modeling, just like principles.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and I did, with Angelo Ferretti, I went uh, more into the 3D modulation. Um, So, yeah, with Angelo, I learned a lot about 3D stuff. And after that, uh, Corona Render.
0: Okay, so like your first foundations were more concentrated into Cinema 4D.
1: Yes, yes. In more into cinema four D, also because I know that I knew that uh, in Madi there isn't, uh, there wasn't, and there isn't cinema four D, and so that's why I wanted to try both cinema four D and also three Ds Max. So at MADI, I studied 3DS Max, and before MADI, I studied Cinema 4D.
0: Was it, was it helpful for you to be able to model stuff in Cinema 4D first? Yes. Uh, in order to learn uh, 3DS Max?
1: Mm, yes, because at MADI, for example, I started with uh, the advanced level. Also, if I never, uh, never opened uh, 3DS Max. But... You are inside the uh, how I can model something because it's similar. Um, Cinema for this more uh, similar to 3ds Max instead of Rhino, for example. Rhino is completely different. And at university, I was using uh, Rhino, and yeah, it's completely different
0: yeah they're more like uh what is it called like uh poly poly modeling uh so you use these polygons in order to to make the shapes while yes um i know uses NURBS, so it's something different um and um so you did you started doing these classes while you were still at university or you first graduated and then you started doing all these things
1: no, I, I started uh, as soon as I talked with Paola. <laughs> After a few weeks, uh, I started uh, with Michela Tonelli and everything. And I also started MADI before uh, to, before finished the university. But um, I had to finish it until January because otherwise I couldn't continue the master. So uh, the, the master, Madi, was my motivation to finish the architecture school. Uh,
0: wait a second. You, di- you couldn't take part because the master of Madi requires you to have a degree? Yes. Ah, yeah, okay. uh, because
1: um, it's a second level master degree. So you need to finish your, your master, um, yeah, your master uh, everything in, at university. And after that, you can start with Madi okay
0: and um how did you we had uh, we had uh, oh we we mentioned her before <laughs> Goddamn the 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 lady of render it uh, uh lisa deladora lisa deladora thank yes. you i i'm sorry for everyone but i have had over 100 people on the podcast and i know all of them what they do who they are where they live but i don't remember names or i forget them because like i don't know i mix names sometimes um, and uh, she explained to me that uh, you can apply and then you pay or you can get a scholarship. So did you get some scholarship or you just needed to, or you just normally applied and where you get a normal spot?
1: No, I, I applied uh, to Madi and I paid the first uh, part of the total amount. And I paid the second part after my graduation. So, if I couldn't finish my my university, for example, I couldn't continue Master Madi. And so, I would not pay the second part. Okay. I, okay. I think. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah. And the, the Master Madi was one year?
1: Yes, one year.
0: So, you moved, you had the, you were so unlucky to move from, florence to venice another very, <laughs> very yeah ugly, but, <laughs> very no, but
1: i i were really unlucky because and uh, as soon as i moved to venice the corona came so
0: <laughs> but not the I, corona renderer <laughs> uh, no, <unfortunately. laughs>
1: so yeah i i was a bit unlucky in that period but uh, yeah after that And did you need to do,
0: did you need to study like the masters from, from home, like from distance or?
1: Yes, because from March, uh, we started only online, uh, classes. And so I went in Venice in January, February, and in March, everything started online. So
0: did you move back to like home
1: no i i stayed in venice all the months uh doing online uh, classes alone at home because all my roommates went in of italy except me and so yeah
0: but uh so how how was it how did like uh in, in that one year of studies how did you feel about it? Uh, where was it like after you graduated? You said there was some sort of competition. Do you think that after you graduated the Master Madi, you could completely independently make images, or you would think still need to work for some office in order to gather better experience?
1: No, I. After Madi, okay, Madi. Gives you the base, I think, and you can also do really amazing um, images, photorealistic images. But I think that in in your life you never stop to learn, and and I I never want to stop to learn more. And so no, I I. I couldn't start by myself alone doing images because i i needed and also i need nowadays uh some someone with more uh, experience than me and because i want to learn more and yeah
0: yeah so to be but... to it's a great way to get yourself a structure with mm. which to work and then build upon by having still like uh, some mentors or something like that
1: yeah.
0: Well, that sounds a good career path. And 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 at the end of these uh, um, studies, what was this competition with Bloom that lent you this this job at the end?
1: Um, uh, yeah, this competition was uh, in March during uh, the Madi School, and this was the first competition. And um, they they told us. To do an image, the thematic was free, completely free. But the only thing that we have had to do it was to scan a, an object and put this object in in the scene, a three D scan, using three D scan. Yeah, and so uh, I decided to um, uh, since this was our um, um, the only thing that we need to. Um, follow
0: the only rule
1: yes the, the only the only rule i decided to put these objects uh, like the um, uh, in the central of my scene the to start from this object to create my scene mm-hmm. and so i scanned my sh- my shoes <laughs> red uh, and i changed the color in uh, photoshop and um, the red shoes I don't know if you saw my my image, red shoes. Uh, that was my first image, uh, and, and that was the image that uh, thanks to, to 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 this image I um, um, I won the competition. And the image uh, talks about the violence against women. And thanks to this image, uh, I was contacted from uh, Nigel Hunt. Uh, he is organizing the 3DS London. Uh, it's a conference uh, that happens every first wo- Wednesday of, um, of the month in London. And he contacted me and he asked me if he could use my image for a champagne um for for the violence against women. And obviously I told him, yes, sure, (laughs) do it. And and also he did an interview to me and that was my first interview in the 3DS uh, Lando, but it was an online interview. And so this image opened me a lot of doors. And I also, uh, thanks to this image, uh, I arrived at the um, final, between. I was one of the finalists uh, at the CG Awards in uh, 2020. Uh, And it was also published uh, in the 3D Shipley magazine, 3D Shipley magazine and so yeah during that year i was really lucky thanks to this image (laughs) and it was yeah amazing
0: my grandma always says that you work for your luck so um (laughs) luck it's not purely luck i think it's great i mean when you told me this story it's like um i i've tried to see if the image is on your instagram but haven't found it if you want send me the image and i'll put it in the video too and i'll so that people can see yes, and understand sure. and, um you can you can do it also later um but um, okay yeah I, i'll put it in the video so that people can understand exactly uh, what you're talking about uh, but i think it's mm-hmm. um it's a very good idea that you have had because it's very relatable it was very relatable in that moment because during Corona, we were hearing, especially I was reading also Italian news about the violence upon women because everybody were locked down. So this phenomenon was even, uh, getting worse. And, um, I don't know, it made me t- think about, um, the first video that got, uh, K- Casey Neistat viral on YouTube. I don't know if you know him. He's a very famous YouTuber and his first video was about he getting a fine because he wasn't uh, riding on the bike lane uh in new york <laughs> and then they wrote on the they've ri- they had written on the on the fine always ride in the bike lane and then he started crashing into the stuff that were on the bike lane on this video and he said uh, please new new york pd don't uh find the bikers but find the people that are <laughs> standing on the on the bike lanes and and this video was like literally blowing the internet and uh i think that the image you did was so successful because it was relatable for so many people out there that were concerned about this issue so i, I didn't think i don't think it's a luck i think you had a very good intuition um Thank you. and and so you completed uh, completed the the masters and then you moved to berlin to work for for, for Bloom, uh, yes. how was moving out of Italy after such a path that you uh,
1: had? It's, uh, it was really cool because uh, I wanted to do something outside of Italy uh, at, at least for a certain period of my life. So um, yeah, it was it was. Um, it was cool but also a bit difficult because there were corona and so um, fortunately i started my internship here and i could came to the office because some of my friends for example uh, they did the internship totally online and so yeah i was lucky to come here and uh but fortunately now the situation is better and so I, I can enjoy more the city. and yeah. How, but...
0: how it is Berlin compared to the many Italian cities that you have lived in? Because I have lived mainly in Rome in Italy. I haven't been uh, wandering around or roaming around as you did because you lived in south of Italy, in Toscana and then in Venice. So, how do you feel Germany and Berlin compared to Italy?
1: Um, I feel the first first thing, I think that uh, here there are a lot more green areas, a lot of parks, and you can really enjoy to be in the park instead of Italy, because in Italy we don't have a lot of these really big parks and uh, so the thing that i love more here are the parks and uh, another difference is that yeah it's really very really big it's a big city but you can also live well um, in your quartier because you have everything and yeah, sure, it's uh, a bit difficult also because you don't know, you, me, I don't know the language. <laughs> so um, I don't know German, so sometimes I can feel it. But uh, Berlin is also international, fortunately, so you can speak English everywhere. And also it's... Uh, children or older people you can speak in English and um, so yeah I I like it I like it a lot a lot but also I miss Italy
0: yeah I think uh, how how long have you been now here in Berlin one year
1: uh, two years ah, two years
0: well for me it's now seven years so I can ah, tell seven. You, you, you 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 get used to it and I think um yeah, I think it's uh, it's weird at the end because you um, sort of absorb one part of of the country you're in, and you keep one part of the country you're from, and uh, I don't know. In the end, you you feel a little bit home at both at both sides. Like you kind of like the two things together. It depends how long you you will yeah, stay. Yeah, it depends. Um, and so now we come to to you being actually lucky because for this luck you didn't work. You just commented our photo, and uh, and uh, you got to to uh, get the ticket for the D2. So this was your second uh, second uh, attendance at the D2, right? Uh,
1: uh, no, uh, it was my third D2. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in 2018 I decided to go every year to the D2. (laughs) So I went to, um, in uh, 2019, as a volunteer. Uh, Yeah, so I was in the the organization. Uh, And after that, uh, during Corona, uh, yeah, I couldn't go. Uh, So I just watched it online. And this year I didn't buy the tickets because uh, I was planning to go on a trip with my family. And that's why when you brought me, I was not sure if I could go to the D2, but fortunately I, I could move this little trip and, and I could go to the D2. So yeah, it was my third time
0: so you you went once before you were even into the industry, let's say you went just to check it out how it is. and uh, you the second one was as a volunteer, I think one yeah. one was online, so you kinda uh, I think the corona year was online, right? because it, yes,
1: it was online.
0: and um now you went one more time uh, again as an attendee what does make the d2 so special because i'm an architect uh i i found about uh, fabio and the d2 also because i was considering uh going into the arcvis industry and uh because i'm from bulgaria v is from bulgaria bulgaria it's a big hub for for arcvis, and so this is how i found out but for me it's very fascinating that the d2 it's sort of this um, magic place for the tribe of dark with artists. So you, as one uh, member of this tribe, what it what makes it so special? Why everybody is so excited about it? Why everybody uh, like look forward to it? Really, I can see that.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's special because um, the environment is not formal and so you can talk with everyone you can talk with the speakers you can talk with very uh, good artists and um and they inspired me a lot Um, i asked about their life how they started uh, doing uh, images or animations and I think it's amazing because um, you are like friends of everyone and you can talk with everyone with the beer in your hand and it's really uh, comfortable like this. No, it's not a formal conference where you sit and you have to stay in silence and wait. And No, it's not like this. It's more uh, like... You see, Fabio Palveli, it's that. So you can understand. (laughs) Um,
0: For sure, it's colored. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's colorful, for sure. Fabio sometimes have uh, almost all the rainbow colors. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes, yes.
0: (laughs) No, and uh, I had him on... uh, i don't know which podcast was 20 something maybe i don't remember the number because uh, before i to, when i started the podcast i was thinking uh i was thinking it's gonna be easy to start with my friends but the thing is that my friends didn't want to do the podcast uh so i got in touch with fabio and it took a while but then he did it uh not because he didn't want to just because he was busy and he told me the story about the first d2 and his personal story and i was like yeah this sounds like a lot of a lot of fun uh and uh, the guy it's really like uh an interesting uh, character let's say yeah. um extremely extremely friendly extremely open and uh, organizing these these things it's it's cool you um, never
1: met him in person?
0: No, in person never. Ah, but okay. we speak a lot. We make jokes. Uh, it's so weird because I know now so many people from all over the world. And it's so weird because I know them quite well. But maybe I've never met, him, met them uh, in person. Uh, so I have sometimes... Uh, I went to Copenhagen and I met some of the people that I know there. And it was really funny to meet them live because we already knew each other, just we never met and we actually <laughs> knew each other very well. <laughs> but uh, uh, and people that listen to the podcast know me because they listen all the episodes so they know maybe something uh, already or every time yeah. tell a story.
1: Uh, and yeah, I can understand because it was the same for me this year at uh, D2 because I met people that I already know and people that I didn't know, but also people uh, that I know only from the profile picture on Instagram or Facebook, and so it was really fun, you know. For example, I, I met for the first time Nigel Hans and I talked with him a lot on Facebook or during the interview, but I never met him face to face. And so uh, it was really fun, you know. Um, and also, for example, I met people that recognize my images, and so they told me, "Oh, you are Nadia." or oh, okay, you did this Im- image, and so nice to meet you. And so it was really wow. <laughs> so this this did too for me. It was maybe the the best one because um, I could talk with a lot of people that I already met online, or yeah. So it was different this time
0: yeah i think also because it was uh the one in person after uh, like one or two years i yeah. think one year or two years of, of not being uh, able to do it in in presence and um so this year the 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 d2 went from choose uh thursday to saturday and then the first day there was this red vertex workshop that was uh, also streamed online. Um, so I think it's still available on the D2 channel. Um, what was that about? Because I was working, I couldn't. I couldn't follow that really. Um, uh, I I, I was, was I
1: wasn't in Vienna in on Thursday, so ah, okay. yeah, I couldn't be during the workshop. Um, I arrived in in Vienna in uh, on Friday. Okay. So um,
0: but you yeah. are, were able to at, attend the Friday uh, conference already.
1: Yes, yes. So yes. you
0: arrived like in the Friday morning.
1: Yes, I I arrived in the morning and uh so yeah, I was there uh Friday and Saturday.
0: Okay. And then um okay, who who how does it work because this, there are different speakers. Uh so different topics i guess what were for you for example personally the things that were more impressive the speakers that have uh i don't know what they what uh what got stuck in your head while they're listening the different speakers
1: yeah uh yeah it works like um there are almost um five many around five speakers per day. And so uh, there is one speaker, after that there is a break, and after that another speaker and lunch break, and it's like this, so you can stop during the, uh, the speakers and you can also talk with them. And um, yeah, one of the most funny speaker was Fabian um, Nick Denboer. Nick Denver. Uh, he...
0: He'll he, be on the podcast, by the way.
1: <laughs> ah, really? Okay. <laughs> oh, He's a really funny guy, but also um, he does uh, animations, films, motion graphics, but really funny things. Uh, it's incredible things. And we were all laughing while he was uh, showing uh, his works. And, yeah, and he was one of my best speakers uh, that I saw because I also, I was thinking to start learning something about motion graphics, um, animations, and... So, watching this thing, I was, okay, yeah, I have to try something. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: I, I saw he does this uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, they're even a little bit uncensored thing, let's say. Yes, <laughs> yes,
1: uh, that is the, yes, that is the best thing because uh, there is no sense in those yeah. things, but you just uh, laugh and... Yeah. He
0: reminds a little bit of uh, Beeple just in motion because Beeple usually does uh, still images and mm-hmm. uh, he does more like these animations so his Instagram uh, and, uh, and yeah. And then I saw, so, okay, this is kind of perverted. So I want to talk to this guy. So it's perfect. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is my, because I have this humor. The people that know me, they know I have this very politically incorrect humor uh, yeah. and uh, i like people that do this stuff that you're not supposed to see out there so it was
1: yes yeah
0: it was and uh, and so how it's structured but like the the different speakers do they do sort of a l- lecture or they present how they do their work or they talk i don't know Business or they talk different certain topic. How it is Um, structured?
1: Yeah, it depends. They can choose the topic, and so some of them uh, show how is is workflow, for example, or some of them how to deal with clients and or um, how they. uh, uh, how they find inspiration and how they transform this inspiration to the final image or the final animation. Uh, so it depends. It's uh, There is a variety. Uh, it's not uh, only about arquits or only about still images. No, uh, there is everything. And I think that this is really cool because... Um for example, I always uh, did images, I always did archivists, and now I want to explore more because uh, if I don't explore, I can't understand really what I want to do in my life, no? So, I understood that I, I need to explore other fields and... And so that's why I, I really like this kind of organization. And, and also that there are different speakers coming from different uh, backgrounds.
0: And uh, I, I don't know how many people atten- attend the D2 the because I remember the, you got your ticket and in the time you got your ticket, also the regular tickets were sold out so um i i saw they that approx, yeah approximately like the capacity of the space they they take there um so do you have the opportunity to uh, because i know that in between the breaks and also lunch dinner it, i think it's kind of everything there at the d2 so that's also one part of it that it makes it really li- uh, nice right that you don't only um have the the lectures but then you have also like the fun part where you drink where you eat and uh, everything do you have really opportunity to network like the is it coming a lot of like natural networking by that i mean like um, you exchange contacts you say to people let's collaborate or um, yeah like maybe people just exchange opinions and then job opportunities in the future can come out of this is it do you think it's a, a good place for if you if you like start if you're in the archivist industry and you want to also to network a little bit um also for collaborations or for future job opportunities
1: yeah i think it's perfect uh for these things and i talked with uh different People and also some speakers like um, Raffaele Michillo, for example, he's a motion graphic designer, uh, Angelo Cicatiello from Glamodrama, um, Nick Dember, um Fabian Oberhammer I don't know if the pronunciation is uh, good. Uh, we had lunch together and uh, with. Alex Hauro from Brick Visual. Uh, so I talked with uh, different speakers, but also other artists. And um, I think, yes, it's a really good opportunity uh, to make connections also for maybe future collaborations. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, while you are Having dinner or after dinner, um, yeah, I, I think this is the the best part of the D2. The the breaks and the, the dinner, lunch. These are the one of the best parts.
0: Yeah, I, I thought so. I thought so. And this is what I wanted to like go for to experience, like to as you to explore that. Um, that um that mood that the uh, emotions that you can feel at the d2 conference because uh, i heard that from a lot of people that have been on the podcast from from dark with industry um they like that i am not an arcvis artist and i do the podcast and i invite them on because i'm very neutral to everyone you know like i am not part of it so as every industry, I think there are like rumors, gossips. So I don't know, sometimes maybe even beefs, you know, like people. <laughs> and I'm like neutral. I talk to everybody and I I really like to to know about it because I think that me, I'm an architect and I'm on the side of the client usually for you. And I think that understanding what you do, it's going to be better for me also to know how to work with the artist that works with me. Uh, and for everybody, so I think um, I think that's that's great. Um, so over like it's let's sum it up. It's like fun beers and uh, Argus conferences. And yeah. uh, d- did you did you stay uh, then the Sunday just to enjoy a little bit more Vienna, or did you then move to your next trip or uh, came back?
1: I'm, unfortunately, uh, I. <laughs> I take. I took the bus.
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Yeah, from Berlin. So at uh, one o'clock uh, on Sunday, um, before lunch, I uh, I went to Berlin with the bus, and so I couldn't enjoy a lot of my Sunday with the others. But uh, but Friday and Saturday was really. What's enough? But, <laughs> no, no, what's enough, but also it was really sad that we're only two days. Maybe next time we can ask to, to Fabio to do the D2 in one week. <laughs> next uh,
0: <laughs> next time it's I know that is the 10th conference. 10, this this yes. was number nine. Uh so it's gonna be it's gonna be huge.
1: <laughs> yes, really huge and in february i will buy the tickets i will be the the first one <laughs> to. are oh, the they releasing them
0: already in february uh, uh, february
1: or march i don't know when but i will be the first one
0: <laughs> yeah i'll be i i hope i can be media partner again <laughs> <laughs>
1: And don't uh, plan your trip
0: <laughs> i think uh i'm doing a a good job as a as a good media <laughs> partner no but because i i don't do it i i mean i i wanted to hear to to listen from you that you've been so many years uh because i like it as an idea i think it's it's cool that you have something like that i can compare it like um to ted talks that are only about Archives. and um, i think they should make something like this in the industry for architecture and design that it's more like the d2 uh, yeah. so i really I, I like the project because also i know the story behind it i know how it started it's a long-term thing and people are very happy to attend it and really look forward to it they come from all over the world that for me it's like crazy so yeah
1: australia canada yes all over the, united the world united
0: states uh they come from everywhere so yeah. it's like uh i don't know maybe they should start doing it uh not only in vienna but
1: yeah <laughs> me with my friends Vincenzo Sardone we told the same maybe we can change city and go yeah around the world I-
0: i'm just gonna say frankfurt has a great air- airport
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can we can go there next time <laughs> great train
0: station just also saying <laughs> great, great internet connection <laughs> um no, yeah, well, it's it's cool, and um, it's cool that uh, we could have a little bit of a hint of from uh, an insider that went there, um, and uh, to understand a little bit more about it. So it was it was cool. Um, do you have now? You said that you have gathered gathered a little bit of inspiration through the D two, so is it for you the next thing you want to explore a little bit of this motion graphic or do you have any other plans that you want to explore and uh, inspirations uh, or in which direction you want to uh, develop your uh, artistic and creative career?
1: Uh, yeah, I I want to try something like BFX or um, animations. And um, I also... Um, Uh, For example, I did my new website two days ago. So if you want to check, now it's public. What is it, the website? uh, Nadiamonte.com. And um, I also opened um, one or three days ago an account on foundation because I want to start to sell my images. As NFT. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah, yeah, I
0: can hear you. just some motorbike yeah, okay. passing by my. Face. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanna I wanna start to sell my images, and um, because I realized that I really love doing personal projects, and I wanna spend more time doing these things. So, if there is the opportunity to sell them, it was would be amazing. <laughs> and so i will sell my first nft in the next weeks and it will be the red shoes image the image that i mentioned before and um and yeah um i wanna for sure learn more about um, animations and these things that i that i told you you before
0: I think, I think in my personal opinion, I think you, you shouldn't sell that image. I think <laughs> you should sell the other images. And then if you sell this image, it would be beautiful. This is just my suggestion. You can do whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think the story of this image, I just now see it on your website because I went on your website and people can check it. Um, the story of the image and the power of the image uh, it's so beautiful that um and it's beautiful that it's made by a woman it's not made by a CG artist that's a man um I think you should sell it at some point where you where can someone sell it. you can sell it anymore and, and donate the money to some organization or or make an organization. I think yeah, I think this is the way you should go, like to do images about things that you care about because you have this very good um storytelling technique. And maybe you can do also short animations if you want to learn more about this, like by making stories. Um uh, but it's my personal opinion. I I now that I know the story of this image and it's really, really beautiful. Um I I think you should consider it like mm it's it's my suggestion think big
1: yeah (laughs) i will think about it
0: I, i think it's uh i mean it's not the only great image that you have done out there and uh in the all the images that you have done um i think that the power of uh i think the power of the storytelling of that image it's it's very good and uh you can you can make images about other stories that you like telling and they can be also happy stories doesn't have to be <laughs> it doesn't have to be yeah whatever it matters to you i don't know I, can be love can be family can be homeland can be
1: you yeah, you, you have I, a good you have I a good um
0: I, you have a good sense of distilling a single idea you know you you took violence upon women and you distilled in such a... It's its a still image, but I, I always say that when... Because I'm, again, I'm, I can be like an art critique because I don't do the images by myself, but I mean, what it's making image, you could draw the image so you can always uh, draw a story. But like this image says so much, you can think about, uh, I don't know, um, about you can see the image and think of so many stories of women that have uh uh, how do you say that uh, have been violated somehow by by their partners or by another man so yeah i think it's it's a really strong way that you have distilled in this image and uh I think it's it's a very it's it's like selling a Picasso more or less.
1: Oh, <laughs> don't, don't, start wow. with, don't start with
0: that one. Uh,
1: oh, thank you, thank you very much for uh, for your words, and um, I will think about it for sure. And um, yeah, I really like to to talk about people's emotions and feelings, and. Um,
0: yeah in my opinion as a suggestion it has to be something that that you feel you care about like uh i think you're gonna be doing a great great work if it's something that you care about like if it's gonna be an emotion that makes you happy like friendship or i don't know people do stuff they care about right so I don't know. You don't have to do it on... If you don't care about... I don't know. If you don't care about animal protection, then it shouldn't be about animals. But if you care about something else, then do it about that something else that you care about. And I'm pretty sure you'll get inspirations to do it. And maybe in the beginning it will be difficult because it's always difficult to start with a... basically white paper, so to say, white canvas. (laughs) But... uh, but yeah no for sure i suggest to people to follow your website to follow you starting doing um nfts because they will be of a very very uh high value Thank um you. and uh to to check it out and it's it. i'm looking forward to see more and when there is uh something new you want to share now you're part of the not only of the d2 family but of the family of the, the creative insider podcast guests that are always welcome back i say this is the first um this is the first time you're on the show but it doesn't have to be the last one so oh, when wow. wherever wherever you want to share some big uh, news or some news in general that it's important to share for the world of creatives uh, you're welcome back and um, as you might know, I always like to finish the interviews with a positive note of inspiration. Uh, so I ask every guest, what what is something that inspires you when you feel a little bit uninspired? If it's a movie, if it's some music, if it's some sport, if it's a place where you like to go, if it's a podcast... It doesn't have all of those things, but something that is uh, from the top of your mind,
1: yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I love the nature in general, and so when I need to find an inspiration, I go into nature. Here are parks in Italy, mountains, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the nature I, I love it, and uh, I also love. To watch people, watch um, people, and imagine their life, and so that's why I really love uh, photography. For example, um, as some someone like uh, Steve mcarry for example, or Lee Jeffries, I really love their your um, photos because they. Um, they tell a story but not only the story that there is in that moment with that person but you can imagine uh, which story there is behind that photo no which story there is in their life you can imagine the life of those people and that's why i really love um those, those works and those photos and obviously also cinema I watch Netflix, I love Netflix <laughs> so for example the, the Queen's Gambit for example I think that this TV series has a lot about color palettes scenography, composition it's perfect <laughs> And so, yeah, Mm, the first thing that inspired me is the photography, I think.
0: No, it's a great tip. And you mentioned photographers that I didn't know. Uh, I mean, the one I know that uh, did that uh, super famous uh, picture of that um, girl with the green eyes, blue eyes. I don't remember what is it called the title of the picture. I mean, Steve McCurry. Um, he's on the
1: National Geographic he public yeah
0: well then Nadia thank you very much for your time on the weekend thank you too Uh, and I'm looking forward to see your next images
1: thank you thank you very much for everything Um, yeah I hope to see you again soon to update you about my news (laughs) maybe maybe live
0: live in berlin or in frankfurt you're always welcome to visit the city
1: thank you thank you very much bye 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 bye